Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're going to continue looking at the 143rd Psalm. As a matter of fact, I think we'll finish today. 143rd Psalm, which speaks of how the Lord will deliver us. The psalmist is calling forth. David's the psalmist saying, Lord, deliver me. Lord, deliver me. But in the midst of this, he's crying out for some other things that really teach us that we can do the same thing, that we can cry out in like fashion. So let's go back to the first verse and read through the psalm. Then we'll catch the last couple of verses we haven't looked at yet, okay? Psalm 143, verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. Answer me in your faithfulness, in your righteousness. Verse 2. And do not enter into judgment with your servant. For in your sight no man living is righteous. Verse 3. For the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me to dwell in dark places like those who've long been dead. Verse 4. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart is appalled within me. Verse 5. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your doings. I muse on the work of your hands. Verse 6. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul longs for you as a parched land. Selah. Verse 7. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I will become like those who go down to the pit. Verse 8. Let me hear your loving kindness in the morning, for I trust in you. Teach me the way in which I should walk. For to you I lift up my soul. Verse 9. Deliver to me, O Lord. Deliver me from my enemies. I take refuge in you. And so the psalmist is crying out and he's saying, Lord, answer me, answer me. Don't hide your face from me. Hear my cry. He cries out, deliver me from my enemies. I'm taking refuge in you. And he also declares that, Lord, I want you to teach me. He says in verse 8, teach me the way that you should go. And now in verse 10, the new verse for today, he says, teach me again. Listen to what he says in verse 10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. So in one verse, he's saying, teach me the way in which I should walk, the way I should go. In another verse, he's saying, Lord, you know, teach me your will. Teach me what it is that you are wanting, what your desire is, and how to do that. Verse 10 continues. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. <laughs> that is a great verse right there. You know, so I think too often um, we just sort of, uh, uh, you know, agree and say, well, you know, life has its ups and downs. Sometimes there's valleys, sometimes there's mountains. Well, yeah, yeah, I, that's, that's true. You know, there's no doubt about that. But sometimes we forget these little verses like this. 
let your good spirit lead me on level ground. On level ground. He's saying, let your spirit lead me. Let your spirit give me security on the ground in which I walk. Now, you know, even when you're walking up a mountain or down a mountain, the ground that you're walking on is relatively level from step to step. If it's a particularly steep ascent, there may be quite an incline of three to four inches, let's say, for every step. Okay? But what he's saying is this. Lord, just keep me on this solid ground. Keep me on level ground. Even if the general way is up or if the general way is down, whatever it is, keep me. And Lord, may your spirit lead me on that. So he's saying, Lord, teach me. Lord, lead me. Then verse 11. For the sake of your name, O Lord, revive me. In your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. And he's mentioned this before, how his soul's in trouble. But look what he says. Lord, teach me to do your will. Lord, let your spirit lead me. And then, Lord, revive me. You see a lot of these threesome type of thoughts all through the scripture like this. But notice why he's asking the Lord to revive him. He's saying, for the sake of your name, O Lord. Again, the psalmist does this several times in the psalms. For the sake of your name, God, for your praise, your honor, your glory. Not for my sake, though I'm asking for it. Lord, I've already asked. Come quickly. Come quickly. Get me out of here. I feel like I'm in a pit. I'm in this cave. I feel like I've been buried here, literally. Lord, rescue me. Lord, deliver me. The psalmist is saying that. <clears throat> There's no doubt. But he's saying, it's for your sake, O oh Lord, that I'm saying, revive me. Okay, revive me. Then verse 12, last verse. And in your loving kindness, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul. For I am your servant. <laughs> you know, when we think of the loving kindness of the Lord and the compassion of the Lord and the righteousness of the Lord. Uh, you know, if I, if I force you in a corner of thought here, we'd go, oh, yeah, well, with the wrath of God, the judgment of God and the uh, the uh, revenge of God, the avenging of God. Yeah, yeah, God will do things like that. But we usually don't think of it in the personal level like this, as David is saying, that in your loving kindness, Lord, just when you say that word, loving kindness, you know, even in speaking it forth, it comes out very lovingly. You know, we don't usually say loving kindness like that. It's just in your loving kindness, do what? Cut off and destroy. <laughs> Cut off my enemies. Destroy those who afflict my soul. Now, there are enemies about here, folks. There are enemies in what we would call the natural, okay, in the natural realm that we could see. Enemies that were coming against David in the flesh. And enemies in this existence in which we dwell as human beings. There's also other enemies. Okay? There's other enemies in the unseen realm. There's other enemies within the realm of divine beings. Now, sometimes we come back and say, well, that's the natural and the supernatural. I really don't like those terms because both are, quote, natural, unquote. Both are true. Both are functioning the way that God, uh, within the arenas that God has told them to function, you know, where they exist, for lack of a better term. And so it's very real. It's very natural for that which we call supernatural. But David is saying, hey, God, you're the one that can battle for me in both these realms within the human being realm and the divine being realm. 
within the realm that we see and we think that we understand because we have tactile uh, uh, feelings that we have uh, where we exist with our life day in and day out. We see this and we think that this is all there is to reality. David's saying, no, Lord, even within the unseen realm. And folks, that's really the source of a lot of our struggles. It's within that arena. And he's saying this, God, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul. There's that soul again. Uh, that that is which is the source, that which is the actual human being. That is which who was David at this time who was writing. The very existence of David, even outside the corporal body that we all live in, in this existence. So he's saying this, there's things that are coming against that arena, Lord. There's things that are coming against the other arena. Lord, I ask that you cut them off. I ask that you destroy it. And Lord, I ask that you deliver me. You know, we can ask for such. We can pray in like manner. Don't just sit there and think, well, God, there's nothing I can do. I just have to bear this. Come before the Lord. Come before the Lord. Lay your heart before the Lord. Seek the Lord and watch what he does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.